so many people have been told that they aren't creative or they believe it even if those exact words have never been said directly to them. Creativity is not about becoming an artist or musician or taking part in some profession or hobby that's normally considered part of a creative field. Creativity is all about how you create your life. Something inside me feels so gloomy when I hear someone say that they aren't creative or anything related to it. It's not true. We all have creativity inside and it may just be waiting to get out. So I'm sharing a few tips that are proven to push you into a new, more creative way of looking at the world to help you create the marketing, create the business, and even create the life that you want. This is Vicki Wu, and as always, we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. Picasso, who we, none of us will complain that he wasn't creative, said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. Isn't that so true? I mean, creativity isn't about conforming. It's about uniqueness. Yet everything we're taught in school while we're growing up and in our culture in general is how you need to conform. When you're young, you get a bad grade if you're doing an art project and you color outside the lines. Now as adults, we now understand that that wasn't really about art, it was about fine motor skills. Yet, because it is an art project, our subconscious brain connects that to our creativity. And we learned that being creative means that you color inside the lines and our mind remembers that we were bad at art at one time, and therefore we must be bad at being creative. Now, Picasso sure didn't color in the lines, yet we still think he's creative. As we get older, we focus so much on planning for the future, and don't get me wrong, we all know there's a lot of positive things about planning. I'm a big fan of planning. Yet creativity requires for us to be in the moment and not focused on the past or the future. Creativity requires you to tap into joy. It has you accessing and expressing your life force and your natural gifts that we all have, yes, even you. Creativity can help you connect more deeply with nature which is right outside my window here. And the interesting thing is that when we go connect more deeply with nature, it can also help us unleash our creativity. So it's a self-perpetuating cycle. Creativity brings a more intimate union with all of your life and brings your overall awareness increasingly alive. There are a ton of creative activities you can undertake. Some of my favorites include painting, which you see here, and 
ballroom dancing, which you also see. I don't know if you can see it. Let me turn just a little bit. There we go, right there. And yes, both of those are creative fields, but you don't have to do any specific creative type of activity. And there's so many choices out there. I'm not gonna walk you through how to do any particular one. What I'm gonna discuss with you is how you can shift your mindset to consistently increase your creativity in your life, also in your business, and yes, in your marketing, because we are all creative. So here's my steps to unleashing your creativity. Take note. First, assume that you are creative. Yeah, it sounds so simple, yet it really is. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you think you aren't creative, then you won't be creative. Inversely, if you think you are creative, then you will be. One of the best things you can do is repeat to yourself consistently that you are a creative person. Now change that wording up to use something that resonates with you. And then envision yourself living as a creative being. How does your work, how does your life look if you are in fact creative? The law of attraction tells us that we attract what we envision. So start believing that you are already a creative person. We are all born as one. And you'll start seeing that expressed more often around you. Start being creative. Now that you're telling yourself that you are creative, you need to just do it. Ignore all of the I'm not ready reasoning and other excuses. We can all come up with a ton of excuses to keep us from doing anything like exercising, sticking to a diet, pick something you hate doing and work, filing. Ugh, I hate filing. I can come up with a ton of excuses for any of it. For being creative, you might have excuses like, well, I'm not ready to be creative because I want to make art and I don't have supplies. Or I want to dance, but right now I can't take lessons. So believe me, because I do both of those things, you don't need supplies or classes to start undertaking any one of those. But remember, unleashing creativity isn't about doing anything that in a field that's traditionally creative. It's more about changing your mindset and exploring the world around you. Take baby steps. Start with whatever you have and whatever you can do. If you feel like you need to get into painting to feel creative, then by all means grab whatever you have, get a piece of paper, find a brush if you have one. If not, some of my artwork up here was actually done with Q-tips and spoons. The flowers that you see, I'm really bad at pointing, right here, those were done with a spoon. And yeah, you will need some paint, but there's ways you can get around that as well. You can find other things in your house that can act as paint. Grab a can of shaving cream. 
Just get rid of the excuses and start moving in that direction. You also want to be selfish. We tend to get so caught up in everything we have to do. The world today just seems to revolve faster and faster, so much more than it did before. And we're all constantly be pulled in a thousand different directions at one time. We have commitments that we need to do for work, commitments to the spouse, things for the kids, pets, chores, cooking dinner, taking the car in for an oil change, watering the plants, sitting down and making a budget. Sort of gives you some of the things on my mental list right now. It's so easy when we get wrapped up in all those to-dos that we forget to take time for ourselves. So be selfish. Creativity is all about you and you being in the moment, not thinking about a to-do list. Schedule time with yourself for creativity sessions. What those sessions look like is entirely up to you. Put it as an important appointment right on your calendar and make that time with yourself a priority. Maybe all you're going to do the first few times is just sit and relax and meditate and that's okay. Having that appointment set also helps you get rid of some of those excuses when you're trying to say, I'm not ready yet. Because you've got an appointment with yourself and you can't skip your appointment. Because you are worth your own time. Now, throw out thinking and being in your head. Part of our so busy lives means that we're constantly think, 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 think. Women especially have a larger mental load. That's the invisible internal thinking and labor involved in managing a household and a family. Thinking can actually dampen our creativity. Who knew there would be such a good reason to not use our brains? So you need to take that time that you've scheduled for yourself and allow yourself to feel versus think. To use your heart instead of your head. If you can just turn off that constant mental chatter that's going inside your head, that can be a great way to trigger that creativity. It's actually pretty important to do that and allow yourself to simply be and instead of running off of your brain, run off of your senses. Next, you want to embrace uncertainty <laughs> and that's such a scary one. But I want you to give yourself permission to be uncertain, to not know all the answers, to have no idea what the final outcome of any creative endeavor may be when you start. It's okay if you don't know. Throw all the logic out the window. That's something that you would actually think would be hard for me. I've always been just uber logical. I remember when I was dating my first husband before we were married, so this would have been right after high school when I remember this happening. And he would always tell me, you're just so logical. More like it was a bad thing. He was very creative. I was logical. We kind of balanced that out. But being logical isn't a bad thing. It's okay. Embrace it if you are. I also happen to be 
very creative as well. You would think that logic and the creativity couldn't coexist so well, but I think it's because I go ahead and embrace both. It's okay for you to embrace creativity as well. During your scheduled creative time, now that you have it on your calendar, you need to throw logic completely out the window and teach yourself to be excited by the process Regardless of the outcome, no matter what the end result, you're not going for an end result. You're wanting to be in the moment and be in the process. Look at this like a wrapped gift. Something exciting is inside that you only get to know once it's opened. You have no idea what it is, but that never stops you from grabbing that present and starting, right? So look at your creativity creativity in your creative time as a present waiting to be opened. Also, don't forget mistakes are your friend. So many people are afraid to step out of their self-imposed boxes because they don't want to make a mistake. Yet those mistakes are sometimes where something really interesting can be found. If you stick with the status quo, yeah, you always know exactly what you will get. And yet, something more exciting could be right on the other side of perfection. Salvador Dali said, Have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. One of my favorite quotes. When I teach ballroom dance, I've found that the students who have been afraid to get out on the dance floor not in class, but out in life, in the world. Statistically, this is most often the men who are afraid to get out on the dance floor. And it's because they're afraid that they will make a mistake and therefore look stupid. One of the first things I teach my students when we're ballroom dancing is that there are no mistakes. There is only choreographic intent. If you do something unintended, just be sure you do it with a big flourish so that anyone watching thinks that you meant to do exactly what you did. And then you just tell them it's a choreography. Now, to go along with that, I also had to teach the ladies or the person following that they need to allow their partner to lead because it's their job to lead. So even if you're following and you think you know what step really should have gone there, the person leading is the one who gets to decide because he's choreographing the dance anyway. It's also kind of like what Bob Ross used to say. You remember Bob Ross? He had the really curly afro and he painted on PBS. You can find him now on YouTube. He always said, there are no mistakes, just happy accidents. I also like to relate this to the movie The Matrix. You remember when Neo was going to meet the Oracle at her apartment and he walked in and there's that kid that's holding the spoon and bending the spoon just with the power of the mind. And Neo was like, you know, how do you do it? How's that done? And the child replies, don't try to bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. 
there is no spoon. One of the phrases I hear often is that you need to think outside the box. And I'll tell you, you don't need to think outside the box because there is no box other than the thinking that we do in our own mind that limits our creativity. So stop thinking. You also need to give your permission, yourself permission and be okay to walk away. Sometimes in life and especially in business, I've noticed this a lot, we get stuck. We push and push, mentally pushing, trying to have a breakthrough and get to that next point. And we work at it so hard that we get frustrated. And frustration is actually a creativity killer. It's at this point that it's best just to take a mental break. Walk away. Physically, go to a new location if you can, even if that's as simple as stepping outdoors or just stepping out of the room. Take in your new surroundings. Most importantly, you need to let go of any guilt that you may be feeling for taking a break. I hate that I used to have this problem that I'm like, okay, my brain's just overloaded. I need to just take like 30 minutes and do something not even related to work. And you feel guilty like, well, I should be working. I should be working. I should be doing. But sometimes the best thing you can do is stop and take that 30 minutes. And then your brain is all refreshed. Your body's also usually refreshed and you can go again. Sometimes... Your brain just needs a new trigger to rebalance. Again, in our ballroom dance classes, I actually taught this rebalancing. So when the students would get to the point of being a little bit more advanced, beyond their first lesson, where they were doing underarm turns, one of the things I would teach them is that they're going to get dizzy. There's actually a point at which your brain usually triggers dizziness, and it's usually after two turns, definitely after three. If you go more than three, you're getting dizzy unless you dance pretty often. Because for dancers, they still get the brain dizziness, but their body and their brain has also learned how to overcome it and seamlessly compensate for it. But for our non-dancers who were taking classes or sometimes even dancing for the first time, that's not the case. And so by the end of turn two, they would start feeling dizziness coming on. Now there's nothing more fun if you're going out social dancing with your partner, your spouse, your dance partner, whoever it is, your date, to do a lot of spins. They look really great on the floor. It makes you look like you know what you're doing. But I have to tell the person leading that Two things. First, at the end of two turns, definitely three, they need to understand this brain limit and stop. Because remember, they're the ones leading whatever step is next. So they need to be the ones responsible for stopping. Also, even after one turn, if their partner feels the least bit unstable in their frame and their hold, they need to go ahead and stop turning at that point. But to counteract that dizziness and instability, sometimes the best thing they could do is do a turn in the opposite direction. 
just one turn even. What that does is that the brain's been going one way, say it's been rotating clockwise, you throw in one rotation counterclockwise and it actually helps the brain kind of rebalance itself. It's a pretty interesting phenomenon. Doing the same thing with the environment you're working in when you get stuck, same concept. You don't need to go dance in the middle of the floor, although you can, that can do it too. But just taking your brain to a different location can kind of trigger some of that rebalancing and allow you to get back into a good flow. You also want a way to record your thoughts, especially if you are just starting to embark on a creative process or on unleashing your creativity kind of for the first time. If you don't journal now, go ahead and start it. Even if it's only journaling during or about those creative sessions that you've booked with yourself on your calendar, you need to have a way to record those thoughts and feelings and reflect back on it. We've already talked about how you need to get stuff out of your head. Sometimes the best way to do that is to do a brain dump and get all of those thoughts out on paper. And a journal can be a great way to do that so that it like frees up space in your brain so that creativity has a place to start moving around. Also, your inner critic. You wanna give your inner critic attention. And that sounds so counterintuitive when we're told constantly that basically we need to tell the inner critic to shut up. Often though, the most powerful thing you can do is give the inner critic the attention that it's trying to seek and question it about everything. Why are you saying this? Why are you trying to stop me? Don't give the wrong kind of attention. You can't give constant attention and you can't focus on the wrong thing, which would be focusing on the criticism instead of focusing on why the criticism. You need to specifically question that inner critic because questioning it and finding out why it's wrong is what will give it less power over you. So yeah, you wanna have your positive affirmations and mantras ready, but you also don't want to completely ignore the inner critic because you need to break down and make it try to explain why it's right. And you'll quickly find out that it's not, and that removes all of its power. Doing these things that we've outlined will set you on a more creative path in life, in your business and in your marketing. It will allow you to start to unleash some of that creativity that you never thought you had, but you do, it's inside you and it's just waiting for you to let it out, to open the box, to throw out the spoon and let your creativity start creating your life. Take that time to explore. While this wasn't only focused on marketing, although we do love to focus on creative marketing, Remember, like always, if you have a marketing question, you can ask it in the comments down below. 
visit the website vickywoo.marketing and in the bottom right corner there's a chat bubble icon. You can also ask your question there. We will try to answer you directly or we may even use your marketing question on an upcoming episode.